Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, Women in Tech. Welcome back, friend. It's just me and you today. There's no fancy sound editing. My my wonderful sound editor is on vacation right now. So it's just me hopping on here into the podcast atmosphere waves and to talk a little bit about three impactful ways that you can reinvigorate your network in a virtual and hybrid world. So a lot has changed in the past three years. We all know that. And um, one of the things that I've noticed in my career is that over the past three years, as I've been working 100% remote, my networking has just completely dropped off a cliff. Like I barely keep in touch with anyone, I feel like, other than the people that I interact with in my meetings on a day-to-day basis. So unlike being in an office back in the day where I would pass a lot of different people in the hallways, going to the bathroom, going to other meetings, I'd see people on the sidewalk and in the street as I'm going from lunch to the office or from the co- from coffee to the office, that just doesn't happen anymore when I'm working at home. It's me, myself, and I, and my dog, and people on the screen. So I wanted to jump on and just talk about ways that we can reinvigorate our networks in a virtual and hybrid world. So ways that you can do this. Um, And I came up with three ideas and I think actually four, I've got some loose notes here. So actually I've got four ideas for you um, that will hopefully help you kind of re-enter this world of professional networking in that virtual and hybrid world. And the reason why this is so important is things happen with our jobs, with our careers. we evolve, we decide we want to move on, we decide we want to learn something new. And the ways that we can learn something new, the ways that we move on is from help from other people, right? So if all of a sudden you decide, you know, one day like, hey, I I think I want to move on within my company and look for a new role, or I want to move on from my company and look for a new company or start my own business. Um, If you have a network already going, if you've got momentum around conversations that are already happening, it'll be much easier to wrap your head around making these big changes when you've already got momentum and conversations happening on the side, just in general. If you're trying to make a big change in your career or with your job, and you've really just been isolating yourself to your job and to your job alone, starting over or taking a, a step to start fresh can feel super daunting and can feel like, oh my God, where do I start? I haven't talked to this person in four years. Is it going to be awkward if I reach out now? Yeah, it probably will be a little awkward. It's fine to reach out better now than never, but the intention of keeping a reinvigorated, if you will, network is to make sure you've got people that are that are warm contacts that you aren't going to feel uncomfortable reaching out to after four years, but rather maybe four months or, you know, a year. That's a lot less awkward than trying to maintain a relationship with someone that you haven't talked to in four years. So I'm not by any means suggesting to reach out to every single person in your network and blast everyone with like, hey, checking in, how are you? I'm looking for my next opportunity. Absolutely not, but quite the opposite. What I want you to focus on is who is that handful of people that you can start just reaching out to? People that you've been maybe thinking about or someone that's popped into your mind over the past few months or the past year, and you're just like, hey, I wonder how that person's doing. 
start thinking about who those people are, start a list in your phone and just start adding their names in your phone. It doesn't mean you have to reach out to them the second that you think of them, the second they pop in your head. No, but just put their name in your phone. So then like, we'll get to it later when you're scheduling your, your kind of networking uh, strategy time, you've got a list in your phone of people that you can already reach out to, but we'll get to that in the end. First, I want to get to the, the three ways, four ways that you can reinvigorate your network starting today. So when I was working at a high-tech company in January of 2021-ish, um, I, I entered this company. I was brand new. I started remotely. I didn't start with any training class or with anybody that I knew um, who went through the start group together. No, I, I just started with my laptop, hopped onto my first meeting on Zoom and met the team. So this is probably how a lot of you are starting new jobs. If you started a new job in the past, I don't know, one to three years, this is probably how you started, like 100% remote. So that can right, right away feel... Um, isolating to be just in your office, but be starting to work with a new team. So one, one of the things I noticed when I was at this company is I joined a team and it was a super, super techie team. And it was probably one of the most techie teams that I've ever worked in in my career. I didn't really understand or know the subject matter yet. Um, it was a brand new functional area for me. And I was surrounded by all these super smart people who'd been working in this particular area for years since college. So here I am, program manager or some, I can't even remember what I was doing. Some, yeah, program manager and um, surrounded by all of these people who are experts in their craft. They know what they're doing and they all know each other. I'm like, okay, great. By the way, all of them were men. All of them were men. My bigger team there were a few women sprinkled out, but my day-to-day -day team, all men. So I'm like, all right, great. How's, how's this going to go down? <laughs> how am I going to make friends here? How am I going to, you know, create some allies and just, you know, people that I can bounce things off of? And how do I know who I can feel comfortable with and who I can go to for things and, and maybe be a little bit more vulnerable in this role? Um, you know, who are going to be my people in this job? And after a few meetings, I started to just notice like, whose vibe do I like? who seems really open and who seems warm, who feel, who are the people out there who seem like people I would click with if I met with them one-on-one. -on -one. And I remember there's this one guy who I really um, felt like I clicked with. He, he was great. He was super charismatic. He explained things so well. I mean, he probably was a teacher in another life. Um, he was very approachable. He was kind. He was just warm and friendly. And I'm like, okay, that guy, I, that's my person. I'm going to set up a one-on-one -on -one with him and get to know you because, you know, that, you know, first few weeks on the job is probably what you should be doing anyway. Right. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I set up one-on-ones with, you know, the, the right other folks as well, but, um, I was right. I did hit it off with this guy and it was a bit of a painful year that I was at consulting at this company. Um, lots of ups and downs, lots of like WTF moments. And from, because I kind of noticed his vibe through that Zoom meeting, that very first Zoom meeting, I made an effort to reach out, to have a one-on-one -on -one with him, to get to know him outside of just like, what are we doing today at work? But to get to know him and about his life, he was my sanity at this job. Um, and it was one of the few friends that I made in this role, but I was so grateful to him because 
he just helped me feel less lonely, less isolated, felt me, it helped me feel like more empowered and just, just more like it, it was that camaraderie that you get more, more often, I guess in my career, um, in a team setting in, in an office, but it was the closest I'd felt to having camaraderie in a virtual world since I, we had all left the office in, you know, February of 2020. So the point of my story is one of the ways to reinvigorate your network in this virtual and hybrid world is to notice the people on the video screen. Notice those people, notice vibes people are giving off. Notice the people that you think you would connect with one-on-one -on -one in a coffee shop in real life and schedule time with them. Just a one-on-one, -on -one. even if it feels random or you might not really work that closely with them, but you really thought they seemed like a cool colleague schedule one-on-one. -on -one. Hey, I'd love to hear more about what you do. Most people love to share more about what they do. They love to talk about themselves. So set up that time, just be bold, just throw a meeting on their calendar. If that is within your uh, company's meeting culture um, and just say, Hey, I really enjoyed what you had to say in that meeting. Can we just chat quick over coffee? I'd love to hear more about what you and your team does. Cool. They'll probably be flattered. So don't forget you might've swung by their, their cube or their office back in the office days, but this virtual worlds, those, those practices can still apply. Swing by and schedule a virtual coffee with them, schedule time to, to do a one-on-one -on -one and, and get to know them. That, that is still something that, that didn't die with the pandemic coffee, virtual coffees or get to know you can still happen virtually, but we just forget about them. We get so busy in our work. Um, and we are just like, oh, another Zoom meeting or another virtual meeting. But trust me, it's worth it to have allies and friends at work, even if we are more isolated and at home or in some sort of a hybrid model. So set up a virtual coffee or get to know you. Um, the next one, if you're working in more of a number two, the, if you are working in more of a hybrid model in a hybrid world where sometimes you're in the office, sometimes you're not. And sometimes you're in the office and you feel like you're the only one in the office and you're like, where's everybody else? Um, or sometimes you're in the office with your team and everyone's there and you're getting great work done. Um, schedule those in real life get togethers. And even if you're introverted, even if it's like, oh God, this feels like forced fun. It can be a 30 minute coffee. It can be like, hey, I'm running to the cafeteria to grab a snack. Do you want to join me? Something casual. Um, but look for a way every time you're in the office to connect with the, with a colleague to, I was going to say a former colleague, but connect with a colleague, a former colleague, someone, you know, someone that you, you want to meet that you haven't met before in person, but look at your calendar in advance. Let's say it's Tuesday. You know, you're going to be in the office on, you know, the next Wednesday. Okay. Go throw one, at least one networking slash non-work related meeting on your calendar for 30 minutes with somebody else that you want to meet up with and just make that your commitment. Every time you're in the office, get 30 minutes with someone that you want to just chit chat with for whatever reason that is beyond what you're, what is directly in front of you and just shoot the shit with them, you know, just chat, get, catch up, um, or build a new relationship. So number one, virtual coffees. Number two, if you're working in a hybrid, um, role, when you go in the office, try to get one cat, one, one 30 minute session on your calendar to meet somebody in real life, just to, to network and chat. Um, 
The other part, part two B of this one are if you're, if you have colleagues in town and really no one's still going to the office. So what if you have colleagues you haven't seen in a year and they live 20 minutes from you or 30 or 15 say, Hey, should we grab lunch? Do you want to grab lunch? Do you want to, I really want to talk through this problem I'm having at work or this challenge. Um, do you want to grab lunch? Do you want to grab coffee? Um, it could be people directly on your team or people that you work with cross-functionally or people that you um, haven't talked to in three years because you're now working on different teams within the company. Um, make an effort to get together with the people that live in your town, even if you're still not going to an office. Um, that, that, just that human connection um, works wonders. It creates more depth and richness in your work and in your personal life and professional life. So I totally encourage the more in real life get togethers you can do that feels balanced. I'm not saying go schedule 40 get togethers next week and just do it every week. No, that's not sustainable, but one, one a week, one every two weeks, heck one a month, just whatever feels doable schedule get togethers in real life with people that you want to connect with. That also goes for like joining meetups in town. So meetups are in are back. Um, different types of networking events are back. I mean, we all know this. It's We've been kind of back for a year, but really there, every time I look for things to do, um, it seems like there's more and more events coming online and in person. People want to connect. So whether it's a networking event that's kind of like an official networking event in your town, or if it's like, hey, I want to get together with this colleague I haven't seen in two or three years, we're going to grab lunch or coffee. Just do one of them, even making a commitment once a month. Start there. The third one, conferences are back. So kind of piggybacking on to that in real life get togethers, conferences are back. Make, go online, look at, you know, many of us have training and development uh, budgets at work. Go online, look and see what is available out there. What, what would you like to sign up for? What's interesting um, for business owners? There's a ton of conferences out there for us too, um, you know, in various locations, but people are back. People are back to conferences. Um, conferences are crazy selling out. I'm seeing, um, I'm going to one at the end of March that, um, is my first conference back after, um, you know, post COVID. So super excited about that. Just excited to be in a learning environment with a lot of other people and the chance to just get to know people professionally, maybe a little personally, you know, at dinners or happy hours or, you know, different events outside the sessions. But I'm really excited just to connect and connect again with my community, my professional community in a conference forum. Um, I usually try to go to one conference a year. They can be a bit of a time and financial investment. Um, oftentimes I'm paying for conferences on my own from Holly Knoll Consulting. So, um, you know, I do make an effort to, to pick what is most important to me, where I think I'm going to get the biggest bang for my buck. And then, um, I make a, a um, you know, pointed effort to have some very, um, specific outcomes that I want to get out of each conference that I go to. So it's a valuable use of my time. Maybe I'll do an episode on how to prep for a conference sometime, but if you have questions, reach out, DM me on Instagram at the consultant code. I can talk about conferences with you all day. Super fun. Um, the fourth and kind of out there idea that I have and ways to reinvigorate your network is start a passion project. So 
what's a passion project that you have that you've wanted to start for a while and you're like, mm, I don't know, would it work? I don't know. Like, do I have time for this? Oh, I'd really, I'm really curious about this, but I don't know how to get started. Just start kind of dabbling and tinkering around within your passion. That that's how I came about with this podcast. So starting the women in tech, um, season two of the everyday entrepreneur podcast, I was like, I don't know. Do people want to hear about this? Do people want to learn about this? Who do I know that are women in tech that I admire? Who do I want to reach out to? And I've been at this probably three months having different interviews, conversations with people. And the fact that I've just started to dabble in this, this is episode two. Um, I've interviewed a few more though. Those are coming. Um, but the fact that I've just started to dabble out there and make myself open and have started to look for women in tech, the conversations and the women that I'm meeting and the women that are introducing me to other women has been already mind-blowing and men, women that I might not normally meet. So my point is, if you start a passion project and something you're curious about, chances are you're going to find and probably look for people to talk to you about this so you can learn and discover. And, you know, if it's in a Facebook group or if it's at a networking event, or if it's, I don't know, at, you know, some virtual conference or some, I don't know, some opening where there's other people doing things that are similar to the passion project you want to start, chances are, or if it's DMs on Instagram, chances are you're going to start creating conversation around your passion project, which is going to open doors to people you've never met before. There are, I don't know, you know, billions of people out there and just imagine all the people who are out there that are waiting to meet you through this passion project, through conferences, through these in real life get, get togethers, through virtual coffees and get to know yous. So those are the four different ways that you can reinvigorate your network in a virtual and hybrid world. I hope you found this helpful. And by the way, along the lines of the passion project, um, if you have an idea of a project that you would like to start, but you're like, I'm not really sure if it'll work, is this even a good idea? Could this be a business one day? Would anyone like to buy it? Would I be good at it? Um, go to hollynoll.com slash free and download my free business action guide. And in there, you'll find six steps to really vet out your idea and to formulate more of a solidified idea, kind of figure out like, is this the right idea for me? Could this work? Um, am I thinking about this in the right way? So I've got some really good prompts and exercises for you to go through in that business action guide that will help you um, really formulate a business idea. And it will probably take you 30 minutes or less. So highly recommend hollynoll.com slash free. Grab your free business action guide if you want to start that passion project or if you're just curious, like what kind of passion project could I start? Um, so point is, Stay put connected with the people you reach out to as well. Final point, I should say. Um, as you go through these different steps and different types of, you know, reaching reaching out or um, outreach, that's the word I was looking for. As you're going through these different types of outreach exercises, the key is to, it is not just to like reach out and, and never hear, never contact that person again, but it's, it's to create a relationship. So you reach out to somebody, you have a virtual coffee, you really enjoyed their time, learned a lot, enjoyed the the energy exchange you had, their high vibe. You're, you're like, gosh, that would be great to do that again. Um, stay in touch. 
it doesn't mean you have to contact them the next day, but stay in touch, like put reminders in your phone, on your calendar. Um, maybe it's like the last Friday of each month, you look at your networking list and you say, Hey, um, I'm just going to talk to, I haven't talked to so-and-so in three months since we had that coffee. I'm just going to ping them this article that I saw and let them know that I thought about them. Um, but keep, keep in touch with these people that you're, that you are reaching out to so that when you have that question, when you want to maybe call in a favor, when you might need some help, there's still a warm contact, there's still a warm relationship. And it's not like, Hey, remember me from five years ago? Um, much less awkward, trust me. So, um, yeah, I kind of talked about how to make this a system. So let me just wrap that up just a little bit tighter. Um, you have a, a list of contacts in your phone that of people that you want to reach out to. I talked about that in the beginning. So create, create a list of contacts that of people like I want to reach out to then take that list and schedule time in your calendar. I would say, let me just suggest every Friday afternoon, you look at that list and you reach out to one person. Then next to that person's name, write the date that you reached out to them. Cool. You reach out to them. You suggest a game together for virtual coffee. Great. Um, you have a virtual coffee. You go back in your phone in that list. You sit, you put down the date that you met. All of this could be very modernized through like an Excel doc, but I'm just using your phone because it's easy. Then you go back into your phone, you write the day you met, and then you um, use that time on the Friday afternoons to reach out to that, to go look into that list again. Oh, I met up with so-and-so a month ago. I'm going to just send them this article that I found that, that I think they might be interested in. But that way you have a system of one, who do you want to meet? Two, when did you meet them? Three, or when, when are you going to meet them? And when did you meet them? And then three, when, when did you follow up and send them something new? This way you can turn it into a system. So every Friday, when you're looking at your networking list, you're going down your list and you're looking at who do you want to reach out to? Who's new? Who do you want to reach out that's existing? And, and you're keeping the conversation going without even having to think about it, except that one time a week. I hope I explained that clearly enough. I'm guessing I did because you're all super smart and you probably have a better, even a more sophisticated system of keeping track of um, clients. There's lots of software out there, CRM, customer relations management. Am I getting that right? CRM software out there that can totally automate this and make it much more um, sophisticated. But hey, uh, the notes on your iPhone will work just fine too as you're getting started. So I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you have any questions, always ping me. You can find me on Instagram at the consultant code. Let's connect there. We can connect on LinkedIn or drop me an email, holly at hollynoll.com. And finally, don't forget to grab your free business action guide at hollynoll.com slash free. Have a great day, friend. And I will talk to you soon.